This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Some new numbers uh, that were released this past week give us a better idea of who exactly will be paying the new housing speculation tax in B.C. Almost two-thirds of those that will be charged the tax will, in fact, be British Columbians. And that has some people asking questions about whether or not this is truly a speculation tax or if it should perhaps be called an asset tax instead. Well, joining us on the line to talk a bit more about this is Tom Davidoff. He's an associate professor at the Strategy and Business Economic Divisions over at UBC at the Souter School of Business. Uh, Professor, thank you so much for being with us this morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, were you surprised at all by the numbers that, that two-thirds of those that will be faced with this tax are, in fact, British Columbians? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, this is a tax on homes that uh, are not primary residences, so it could be second homes. Uh, they could be homes being left empty, uh, pied-à-terre in town. So, uh, you know, that could certainly be a British uh, Columbian from one part of the province uh, looking to have a foothold somewhere else or a speculative investment as well. Is it truly a, a speculative investment, though, if it is somebody? And we, we've talked to people that are in that scenario, with somebody that, say, lives on Salt Spring Island but spends a good deal of time in Vancouver, working in Vancouver, or uh, somebody who's purchased a condo in Victoria spends a good deal of time there and hopes to retire there one day. Yeah, yeah no, in that case, uh, well, if it's empty, uh, it, it's not a second home. I don't know what it is. I don't think speculation is necessarily a helpful term for the tanks because I don't think a second home uh, is necessarily a speculative investment. Right, but somebody in that scenario would be would be paying this tax, even though, I, I mean, to call it an empty home, I think some people would take issue with that, too. If you're using it on weekends, if you're using it in the summertime, maybe you have family members that are using it as well. That's right. I mean, the logic behind the tax was uh, we face very low property tax rates here in British Columbia, but high income and sales taxes. So when you use a home, uh, not as a primary residence, not as a place uh, from which you live, uh, essentially, you're being uh, subsidized uh, for buying property that, that isn't used for work because we tax work too much and real estate too little. So this was a way to raise property taxes on homes that uh, aren't being used as a primary residence. That's how I saw it. You know, we proposed something similar, a little bit different, called the BC Housing Affordability Fund. Um, one thing I will point out is, of course, British Columbians pay a much lower uh, tax rate on their second homes than others. They're at a half percent, one percent for outside of BC, and of course two percent uh, for people not Canadian. Uh, th- there's still a, a, a number of people that are upset with this, though, saying that it's not that they tend to be deemed rich people, and in many cases they're not. They're people who have stretched to make ends meet, to have a place to retire to, and to have and to have that second property, and that they're being taxed for that? Well, obviously, anybody who has to pay a new tax is going to be upset, and that's totally reasonable. And I am confident uh, that there's cases where somebody has a second home to visit a sick relative occasionally, uh, you know, some need that I think almost anybody uh, would find sympathetic. So I I, I don't doubt that. Um, You were asking uh, whether these people are rich. you know, obviously, we don't have uh, statistics on the income distribution. That would be quite interesting. But a guess is anybody who uh, owns property in Vancouver uh, and doesn't live there is likely to be quite a bit wealthier than average. 
Uh, there was also uh, one of the details in that has to do with condominiums and saying that there are a number of stratas where rentals are not allowed and that that will be mm. grandfathered in because somebody, even if you wanted to rent it out for six months or more of the year, you couldn't do that. Uh, but then there was also a line in there saying that uh, the, the government does not want stratas now changing the rules as a way to get around the tax. How is that even possible, though, if a strata, say, is having an issue with short-term rentals or or has no mm-hmm. rental policy and decides they want to bring one in? Are we suggesting now that, that stratas won't be allowed to do that anymore because of this tax? Well, STRs wouldn't give you credit against this tax. Uh, I think Stratas can ban short-term rentals. I don't think Stratas, uh, a new Strata, can uh, ban rentals. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. They may be able to limit them, though. Uh, but, yeah, so the, the city's empty homes tax grandfathered in Stratas uh, that, that don't allow somebody to rent their uh, property out. Whether that's a good idea or not is an interesting question. Because oh, there are a lot of stratas or buildings where exactly that there will be a cap on them saying four units can be rented, but no more than that. Uh, but I would imagine there, that, that that can change. But but it seems that if if you can't change that in the future because of this tax, it seems that that's an unfair or that's uh, perhaps an unintended consequence of this tax. Well, yeah. So that's why I think it's an interesting question. So uh, this year, I think, you you know, for the next couple of years, you all, I, I think it would be appropriate to grandfather people in if they've got a property in a strata where they've got no choice. Uh, but, you know, there's two counter arguments to that. One is the point of the tax would be to say we don't want people owning second homes, so you should sell it. I'm not sure you'd want to go that far, especially on British Columbians who pay a rate that's, you know, high, but not not prohibitively high at a half percent. The other thing you might argue is uh, banning short term, uh, banning long term rentals is something you'd want to forbid or discourage, uh, not forbid, but discourage stratas from doing. And of course, uh, if uh, if this is a significant number of homeowners who'd be affected, uh, they'd be inclined to push their stratas to allow rentals. Do you think, will this tax address uh, housing affordability and uh, housing, a lack of housing in the region? If, if Even if people are forced to rent out their places, uh, could they not still rent them out for huge amounts of money? We've seen rents go up so incredibly high, or is the idea that we'll see so many rentals coming onto the market now, the, the price will drop? Well, I think there's uh, two points here. The first one is the rentals, of course, help because, um, and the fact that rents are expensive is why you need help. If you could rent an apartment for 400 bucks in, in Vancouver, nobody would think we need any kind of action on it. It's because rents are so expensive that we think adding rental supply uh, would be valuable. Uh, as to the second point, you know, if you don't rent it out and you pay the tax, of course that's helpful uh, to, to uh, people who live and work in the province because uh, that means either the government can spend more money on things people like or they can lower other taxes to do so. And what about deferring? Well, is this a tax also that if you're in a certain age group or such, you can defer? I don't know that this one is deferrable because uh, it's a little bit, I think it's different from property tax. I actually do not know that detail. Uh, allowing deferrals uh, an interesting choice. It really softens the effect on uh, seniors who are, of course, a group that people worry about. Um, but uh, on the other hand, uh, it reduces the revenue from the tax because deferring uh, at such a low interest rate actually makes the tax liability lower. Indeed. Uh, we'll have to leave it there. We're out of time. Uh, but Professor uh, Davidoff, always good to chat with you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for your time.
All right. That is Tom Davidoff. He is an associate professor uh, at UBC at the uh, UBC Souter School of Business. Your thoughts on this? After the news headlines to the bottom of the hour, we are going to open up the phones, not specifically on this tax, although if you have a comment to make on this and on the numbers that we saw uh, released this past week, that two-thirds of those who will be paying the new housing speculation tax will, in fact, be British Columbians. Uh, Your thoughts on that or anything on your mind? I want to ask you specifically, though, about gas taxes and the price of gasoline. And if there is a magic number where you're, uh, you will change how you get around, you might change your daily routine. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.